Blog Talk Radio. Gap to Google Gumbo back at it once again. This week is Thursday, the 6th of August, two uh, more days away from the Freedom Day for my family when it comes to emancipation in the United States. I know that most people celebrate Juneteenth in the South, but in Kentucky and Illinois, we celebrate the 8th of August. So I just want to shout out to all my people in Paducah that are doing their thing this weekend in celebration of emancipation. I also want to shout out to everybody that's registered to vote. It's going to be very important this year, no matter what you think about the process. If you just go ahead on and just cast your vote, um, picking somebody either opposing something you don't like or for something that you do like, it's important if you're at least 17 years old and 10 months that you vote, and that's it, just vote. I wish I could tell you who to vote for. I'll tell you who I'm not voting for, and that's the, the this, this fellow that's occupying 1600 right now, and he's got to go. I don't care who gets in there, but he's got to go. I saw some news today that looks so crazy when it comes to uh, politics and things that have been said that it's just – Insane of what we're dealing with But because of Dealing with that And because of dealing with The outbreak We have the topic for today So for a few minutes I want to share with you All some tidbits And golden nuggets Of information that's going to help you Out there when it comes to Breaking out In an outbreak so I, I would love to share things that I've read, and I will share a few of those things, but more so I want to give you all some insight as to what I know has worked and what I learned through a lot of trials and tribulations of business and striking out on your own. I know a lot of people have lost their jobs. God bless them. I hope that you're still on your feet because the government is trying to cut out that whole unemployment check thing for y'all. Not only that $600 is gone out the door, but you'd be lucky if there's any money left for uh, the people who are getting unemployment in the next three or four months because a lot of the jobs that were out there aren't coming back ever again. Um, we have 2.8 million jobs lost in Texas and 40-something million jobs across the country that are no longer um, in business. So that means that you better find something to do here pretty soon because they're going to start putting you out of your home. They're going to start um, cracking down on all kinds of crime because what do they do when people cut up? They like to build more prisons. And one thing that they will spend money on is locking you up because they're going to get free labor for you. 
That's the 13th Amendment for you. The 13th Amendment says there shall be no slavery in the United States except for those who are convicted of crimes, meaning that if you are in prison or jail, you can be treated like a slave. That's literally in the Constitution, that is the 13th Amendment. And so you have to either live right or have a right to live, or you're going to be either gobbled up in unemployment and living in despair, or you're going to spend a lot of time in prison. So how do we avoid that whole construct that is meant in this system to either destroy us as a people or break us down? It's very simple. You have to find out a key that fits the lock that stands in the way of your purpose and intent on this world. So one of the things that I have found that helps when you come to breaking out in such a case like this with an outbreak that we're having is that you are now forced to focus on doing things or finding new ways to solve old problems. See, we've had this 100 years ago, something very similar. I said this to y'all in one of my corona stories the other day was that I ran into a client. What's today? Today is Thursday, Tuesday. I ran into this client up in Avenger, and we had a conversation, and she was talking about how she was blaming the spread of COVID on protesters and riots. And I explained to her that, one, people in your neighborhood have gotten COVID, and none of them have come into contact with any protesters or riots. So evidently it's everywhere, and you can't just put it on one group of people, and you can't put it on one group that's diametrically opposed to what you think or how you believe in, in your own mindset. But what you can do is you can look at it for what it is and you can take your own precautions to keep yourself safe. In that conversation with this lady, her bringing up the fact that she believes that one thing causes it and not the fact that there are some universal things that causes a person to get any kind of disease or virus, which they've always been around, I said, well, do you, she brought up the fact of the flu in 1918. I said, yeah, I remember. I said, you also remember at that same time period, we had the breakout of Bloody Summer in 1919, which sparked off right there in Longview, Texas, right? And she was like, no, I didn't know that. I said, yeah, look it up. Bloody Summer was in 1919. It started in Longview, Texas, right here in East Texas. And I said, at the same time people were dying of a virus, people were dying from the hands of uh, people who didn't really respect black folks. So it was uh, uh, the same situation as we have now, and the lack of leadership at the time perpetuated the problem. Now we have a poor leadership in the country, not just in the White House, but all the way down. Local mayors and city council people are sad and sorry because we just stay at home when it comes to selecting these folks. So we're dealing with the problem that we created. Now, when I mentioned that about the bloody summer of 1919 and dealing with a pandemic at the time, we're dealing with a pandemic now, and we're dealing with people rioting, which has nothing really to do with the pandemic, but all of this energy that's going on has what to do with an outbreak that we're having. We're having an outbreak of financial illiteracy and an outbreak of people not knowing what to do, along with the virus. Now, how do you solve this and figure out how to break yourself out when we're in an outbreak? You know that idea 
that you've had that you've always wanted to do that you thought, you know, if you ever could get to a certain point, you would do it. There's this little thing called Google that you can Google a way to start a business. You can Google a way to get into the business that you desire to get into. If Whether it's selling a product, I heard the other day Master P talking, and he was talking about, hey, look, if you've always wanted to sell a product, this is a great time because you can sell a product without even having to be seen. You can get on social media. You know, these kids, they stay on Snapchat. You stay on um, Facebook, and a lot of people stay on Twitter. Well, you see me, when I'm on this show, if I show you all this shirt, I usually am wearing my own merch. I mean, I know it's low-key and subtle, but you know I'm the mobile notary. I've decided to invest in myself when it comes to wearing clothes. And so my, my polo shirts and my T-shirts, when I wear them, nine times out of ten, they're shirts with my own logo on them. So if you've got a friend that does T-shirts, you know everybody knows somebody who does T-shirts. You're getting T-shirts with all kinds of stuff on there. But are you getting your own brand on there? What you do on there, most of you aren't. And if you do have them, is it something that you can wear all the time? Most of us don't. So those are things that when we get online and we got a product, we've got to sell it at all times using social media. When, when I'm on my uh, live post for the, for the Corona stories or I'm on Snapchat, you go back and look at them. I'm telling you, 99% of the time, even if you don't hear the video, you see my logo on my uh, polos and you see my name over here. You just see it. It's just there. Even though it's, it, it's, it's not put out there, there's a little, little titch of me at all times related to my business and everything I do. You can get on these things like I was going to get set up for what you all see me here now when I do the gumbo talk. Um, I could put things around the frame with the software that I use, but I, I haven't, you know, really – really force myself into it. But a lot of y'all have that technological savvy to be able to put things in the frame around your image so that at the same time you're promoting yourself, you may have a friend that's selling soaps or uh, selling CDs, if you like selling CDs anymore, but selling all kinds of things, right? They might have a T-shirt business. They may have a cologne business. They may have a essential oils business. They might be um, fixing on stereo systems. And if they really want to promote their business and you have a platform where people follow and watch you all over the country, all over the world, like I do with this show, you can put their ads out there. Like when I always shout out Real Barbecue in Shreveport. It's not, they don't pay me, but, but they look out for me always because it's family. I shout out Real Barbecue because they're family. A lot of people pay for those kind of ads. If you get onto Instagram, for instance, and you get 1,000 people following you, and then you work it up, you get 10,000, you get 100,000 people following you doing crazy stuff, you could be making money off of the people that are around you. Say somebody has a gas station or has a car washing business. Hey, give me $100, bro. Every time I do my show, I'll shout you out for a week. Or every time I do a little video, I'll shout you out. And that's, what the, and that's what people are willing to do. You can make money. 
because money is sitting out there and people don't want to put it into traditional measures like the newspaper where you got to pay $1,000 to get a decent ad in the paper to run for a week. You, 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 most of us can't afford that, but you can afford 100 or $200 for a person that's going to be targeting the audience that are, that's of people that you already want to do business with because you're all, all the same age. You see what I'm saying? That's one key way after you research what it is that you want to sell and you find out how to get it at the low price, there's so many places out there through the Internet that you can get things at a low price, such as Africa and other countries around the world where you can focus on getting a product at a very low price, Mexico, and so on and so forth, in order to sell it here. You get it shipped to you. Once you get it, you ship it out. Get T-shirts, order them. Start your bit. Listen. If you don't already have a business name registered at your local county, you're behind the eight ball. It takes like 14 or 17 bucks to go and register a name of a business. At that point, you have a business. Now, you can get a bank account if they require it for some of the places to order wholesale. Most places don't even care. They just want to know you got a business, and you give them the business name and the, and the uh, TIN number that you get from the local comptroller's office. Once you have those two things, when I ordered products, for instance, a couple of weeks ago, I ordered some soaps from this African importer. But if I ordered $100 worth, I got the wholesale price. So I could have ordered, you know, four or five bars of soap and a bottle of lotion and a little shampoo. No, I ordered a gallon of shampoo, a bunch of bars of soap, and some other items till I got to like 101 bucks. Because when I reached 101 everything became half price because I was doing wholesale. All they required was a $100 limit, and you got things half price. So why think small and go and spend 25 30 bucks when I could spend 101 and then get the stuff for 50 And if I wanted to, I know enough people, I could sell the soaps at the cost to them to recuperate that other 50 now, if you have never been in the game, that's the same way they do with weed. That's the same thing they do with cocaine. You buy low, you sell high. It's the same thing they do with the oil changes you get. Do you think it costs $30 to make change oil? No. But they charge you that because they charge you a retail rate on the price of the oil, and then they charge you for disposing of your old oil, and then they charge you for the labor. It's a great hustle. I ain't mad at them because I'm not getting under my car and changing nothing. I'm going to go ahead and pay them. It's just that simple. A lot of people want to find the niche of a business. My business is a niche business. A lot of people don't want to do what I do. They don't want to drive the places I drive. I go everywhere. You hear me? There's not a place I won't go because I know there's good money down that road. There's some places I can drive to and come back and be haven't been gone for 45 minutes and make $200. And only really had the expenses of about 7 or $8. And therefore, I cleared gross 200 net 193 bucks. Now, a lot of people can spend a whole four or five days at work before they make $200. Fine. That's your hustle. But this is an outbreak. And I'm looking at all the opportunities that I've come across, which I'm going to share a few more with you, that have made it so that during this outbreak, um, I'm doing things that other people won't. 
a lot of people during this time are afraid to get out because they're afraid of acquiring the virus. Trust me, I don't want to get it. I've already had it. It wasn't a great experience, and I don't want that on anybody else nor my family. So I just take precaution. I talked to some other people that do what I do, and they said, oh, we're going to sit out and chill and wait for this to pass over. Well, it may not pass over. That conversation happened back at the 1st of April, okay? Now, we got all of April, all of May, all of June, all of July, and now we're in August, a whole week in August. That's 4.25 months that they have sat down and done only the minimum, if that. Meanwhile, I have reached two annual benchmarks already the eighth month in to 2020. So it took me four months to do a year's worth of work, and it took me another four, four months to do another year's worth of work. I'm breaking out in an outbreak, all because I'm willing to go when other people aren't. You, 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 if you're going to sleep at night and you know there's things to do to finish up, you, you wasted time. If when you get up, you spend all your waking hours on a computer, a tablet, or a phone looking at entertainment things, you are wasting your time. If you're on there looking at entertainment or social media stuff just solely for, for the reason of making you laugh because it just seems like nothing is helping you laugh and you're not spending at least that same amount of time researching a business or trying to figure out how you can make some money, even if it's just on the side and not full-time, you're not um, going to schools and taking advantage of online courses if education is what you need to prosper in what it is that you want to be or do, um, if you are in a position that you know is going to be affected because of the, the virus going to be here forever and you're trying to get into a business that's impacted by it, you need to switch your game up. You need to pick one of these things, either healthcare, if you want to risk that, I don't know about doing healthcare for me, or some other business that you can thrive when people don't want to do certain things. I was telling somebody the other day that if you got a good running car, right, you could do delivery. And I'm telling you, you don't have to do, what is it, DoorDash, Waiter, Uber Eats. It's another couple of them out there that are delivery services, right? You don't have to sign up for them. You've got people in your neighborhood with small businesses, whether they're parts stores, whether they're um, – um, food businesses like mom-and-pop stores that can't afford the overhead amount to pay for Uber or or DoorDash or Waiter, or what's the other one with an F? It's called um, it's something with an F, but they do delivery, right? Favor. I think it's Favor. You don't have to do that. If it was me and I was looking for a hustle and all I had was my little, little car and little gas, every business where I've eaten at that don't have the access to get to them and say, hey, look, if you tell your customers that are within four or five miles that you'll have their food delivered to them, just you, your store, I ain't got to get the credit. I'm going to have cards made for me. And, and you just want to run errands for that business. Hey, say this business is small and they can't get anybody to go to the store for them. Tell them, hey, look, I'll go to the store for you. 
Give me $20. I'll go get all your groceries and bring them right back to you. You can get bold and do this for, for the grandmas, the aunts, the uncles, the cousins that are not able to get out because either they're handicapped, they're infirmed, or they don't have transportation. You tell them, hey, look, I'll charge you this much, and I'll go get it for you. You want to be really bold, you get some wipes, and you, you sanitize everything for them because they may not have access to wipes. And you sanitize it for them and bring it right to their door or put it in their kitchen. If there's an older lady she can't get out, she's in a wheelchair, you go right up in the kitchen, set it down, and you make your little money. Everything cash. Guess what with cash? You ain't got to necessarily pay taxes on it. You're doing services as favors for people. Next thing you know, you're starting to make $100, $200 a day as opposed to making uh, $7, 8 9 $10 an hour at a place where you got to clean toilets all day. Come on. It's, it's, it's the time for you to be thinking about breaking out. If you've had a Mary Kay business or an Avon business, it's set up perfectly for the pandemic. All you have to do is get you a little stamps.com or one of those other mailing sites um, information, get their little scale, and get the little printer, use your printer, and you can print out all the labels you need, and when you get that Mary Kay or that Avon and it comes to you and you got it stored up in your shed or your garage, you package it up and send it to these people. If you can't do that because you can't afford that extra added expense and your customers don't want to pay for it for the peace of mind of a contactless delivery, then you take it to them. But you tell them, hey, look, you can come and get it, and you can get it today or you can get it in the next day or two, and you can pay me $10, and I'll have it delivered to you. You call up Brandon. You say, Brandon, uh, I need you to come deliver these things, these packages. How many do you have to deliver? Uh, I got 20. And then you can you can strike up a deal. You know, the first three are $10, or the one that's further out is 20 and you come back, whatever it is. You you got hustle. Those are just small hustles. We ain't even got any million-dollar deals. But check this out. Internet is at your fingertips. Education is at your fingertips. You've got all these folks that keep hollering about there's delays and problems with the virus. Hey, the virus is real. The virus is out here in our way, but it doesn't have to be an obstacle. It can be an opportunity. If you figure out how to swim around the sharks, you won't get bit. But I'm, trust me, there's a lot of water out there, and there's a lot of money in that water. Now, if we switch phases from what you can do to mindset, I, I, I beg the question of you, what has been delaying you from reaching your full potential um, to date? What is it? Are you blaming environment? Are you blaming mom or dad? Are you blaming children? Are you blaming your spouse? Are you blaming your friends, your family? Are you blaming it on you? Well, I can tell you exactly what's in your way. It's your own way of thinking. There's no such thing as a box. So that means we put ourselves in a box. We say, well, I've only got this much money. I can't really do this. We'll say, I don't have the time. I've got kids. I've got this, that. Yes, we all got some kind of thing 
that we have to deal with. But there are 24 hours in a day for every one of us. And unfortunately, I know there was a lot of times that I went through years ago where I barely got any sleep because of up thinking, up trying to strategize, trying to figure out how I can make the, the world better, but not a whole lot of time of trying to make me better. When I got to that point a couple of years ago where I said, okay, I'm down and out, and I need to try to focus on myself, and I started spending all of my money that I had on me instead of on everything else or trying to make the world better and trying and, and, and then started focusing on me, spending $20 here, $30 there on these kinds of workshops and all these things that I needed to make me better. I got better. My business thrived because I learned new techniques. I started charging more for service. So where it used to take me four jobs to make X amount of money, it now only takes three. And in some instances, it takes only one to equal what I used to do in four. And so that is a mindset of I know what I'm worth. I know what I'm worth. I had a conversation one time. Y'all that have been with me for a while remember this. But I was sitting at Bell's Diner one day, and the conversation came up about, hey, what did you make? And everybody was going around the room, and a guy asked me. I was sitting there quiet because I didn't want to get in a conversation. And he said, yeah, I've worked, I've worked at Eastman for all these many years, and I make about $30 an hour. And then he looked at me. And in a condescending way, he said, now, what do you make? I said, well, I don't make nothing less than $50 an hour when I work. And he threw his fork down. You lying. He's an older man. So I didn't chop him up like I could have, just out of respect for his eldership. But I told him flat out, I said, dude, you can't tell me what I put in my pocket. My job's that I work, I make $50 an hour. I literally, sitting here, I didn't want to do any work today. I didn't. I did one job from home that was $50 for that hour I spent doing that. And then a person came right before, literally before this show started, called me up, said he would be here, got here about 7.45 or so. And and it was only a $10 job, but he put some extra. My daughter got the money. I don't even know what it is. But going outside in my driveway, I made $10, and it took me three minutes. Why not? If you, if you took three minutes into an hour, say six minutes is one-tenth, three minutes is one-twentieth of an hour, you multiply that 10 times 20, if I was to make that constantly, that would be $200 an hour. So why would you continue to work for somebody Unless you just have to sustain yourself now because you're growing a business, working for $10 an hour, when the commerce out here in this country has always been that if you are willing to risk it for a biscuit, you'll win. It's your mindset that keeps you thinking that, oh, well, well you only made $10 an hour. Okay, so I made 60 bucks today. I didn't want to do anything today. I'm trying to relax and get my head right because tomorrow – 
it's time to crunch and go back to my other hustle. And I, I got to get my mind clear today. So I didn't want to do much work. And and guess what? The kind of days I've, I've worked all this week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I can chill out the rest of the week. I don't have to scrape and scrap because I've already done the hustle. I already know what I'm getting into. So if I know what I'm getting into, I know what I need to make. It's a mindset that my buddy Freddie was telling me about um, years and years ago. He's like, man, you can do it on your own. You're just, you just scared to take the risk. And I'm telling you, the more and more I've taken risks, the more the better. So I'm telling you that if you want to break out, you're going to have to take risks. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you fall on your face. Just look at my, my buddy's story in, uh, with Real Barbecue. Um, this man had million-dollar businesses, but he had a million-dollar mindset, right, from doing those things. He's, he scratched the scrape and he got up to those businesses. Then he dropped down, and he had his last $600, and he crunk up some, he bought some meat, put it on a pit, started slinging ribs and sausage. Now they got a great established business that's doing better in the pandemic than they were last year. Because last year they had a bunch of construction going on that limited their business. But now with that and them focusing on getting delivery, they were already prepared for the delivery services to run like they're running now in order for people to eat because their dining room isn't open. So running a business in a pandemic in a restaurant is not bad if you're willing to adjust to the obstacle that's ahead of you and you make that obstacle an opportunity. So with $600 and a millionaire mindset of thinking, okay, this is, a, this is the difference between most of us and the people that we look up to. We say, if I could only make this much money, I could pay off or get a car, I could take care of my place, I can pay my insurance, and I can eat if I could just make this much money. But a millionaire mindset is, man, you know what? If I do this, I know the money's going to come. So I don't know how much it's going to be, but I'm going to put this all in because I know the potential amount that could come to me. And I'm not going to set a limit on what I can make. And you say, you know what, I'm going to start focusing on making it so that everybody else knows that when they do business with me, it's trusted, it's verified, it's insured, it's, it's just kosher. And the next thing you know, you start making what you've seen other people do. And it'll blow your mind. Literally, literally, I've been running a business, the same business for 17 years. Um, and I've never seen the business pop like it has in 2020. Now, yes, there's a 17 year established history, but I had to make some changes in the way I was thinking. A couple of years ago, when I was no longer working, for the clinic that I was working at all those years, I thought, well, it's bad. I don't have a steady income. Then I realized, well, hell, I got a business, and I've always made, you know, a few extra ends on the side, and I was always treating it like a side business, right? 
But when I started figuring out, hey, I'm going to start focusing, this is what I was telling you about a minute ago, that I need to get to the to the root of, put the root of where the tutor is, right? And I was going to make, I said to myself then, I'm going to make the same amount of money I'm making now. So all I need to do is make like $20, $22 an hour, and I'll be straight. And and I, and I, I looked at God, and next thing you know, the average was 20 or 22. And I said, well, I, I could do better um, because I see other people they have, I drive down the street and I see Range Rovers, I see Bentleys, I see Rolls Royces, I said Escalades, all this stuff, new navigators. I said, people out here are making money and they got to be making more than $20 an hour and living in them nice big houses. I do refinances on closings. And I go into some wham bamboozles of houses. And I'm looking, I'm like, you know what? I always ask them, what do you do? I went into this one house, and it got me this this next hustle I'm going to get into. And I was talking to that lady, and she told me what she did and what she earned. She told me that she started her business four years ago, and the first year she was making thirty grand. She said last year she cleared two fifty. No, no, excuse me. In 2018, she cleared two fifty. In 2019, she did four. And she said, if my projections are right for 2020, I'm going to make over a half. That meaning that she was going to make 500K this year. She calls me about, or at least texts me about once a month to ask if I've already done the licensing for the business to get into. And I've put it off because I've been focusing on my own business. My own business has been doing pretty good over the summer, and I really hadn't had time to take no course. But now that I've got to sit down, and go be in an office and be at the school starting tomorrow, guess what I'm going to do with my free time? <laughs> I'm going to take that course. I'm going to spend that few hundred dollars. I'm going to take that course, and she's ready. She's really ready to get me popping off into this business because she don't have anybody in this area to do it. And she's in a rural area popping off four or 425 a year. And I said, okay, you got that many clients. I started looking in my mind. I was like, I know a lot of people that fit in that category, a lot. And what this business is is going to just be easy. It's all about who you know. And I'm like, Shh, these people can't even fight this fact that I know them and I'm giving them an opportunity that they don't have to really do anything else. They ain't got to spend no extra money. All they got to do is let me be the go-between. I told you about business. You got to be trusted. You got to be verified. You got to be insured. You got to be bonded. I'm already that. So with people knowing me, know how I get down, know how I look out for them, why would they second-guess using me instead of somebody that they haven't really seen before or there's only a person on the Internet or the phone they talk to? I said, wow. And I only got to meet with my clients once a year? What? I said, okay. If you got 200 clients, 300 clients, and you make it 400 k and I know 70, 80 people, that I know, I already know 25 I've talked to that's willing to get down with me. And I was thinking, okay, you got two, 225. If I got 25 and you make 400K on the 20, on the 250, and I know 25, that means that I can make um, one-tenth of that. I can make 
40 or 42 grand in a year with just the 25 people I know. And I know me. I'm going to go after at least 50 more people I know that fit in that category, not just here, but anywhere in the country. All I need is about, I told you, I can get about 100, 125. I'd be crazy sitting on 100 and something K a year. And then it's got residual income. Come on. That's just like real estate. Got a friend of mine, she passed. Can't read the past her real estate exam. She passed her real estate exam. I think she called me yesterday. So she's going to be a realtor in Florida. Guess what? People are buying houses like crazy because some people are making extraordinary amounts of money nowadays in this pandemic. And so people got to spend it. I mean, look at all the people that are still working, and you ain't took no vacation like us, and you haven't really spent on the well, we have done some spending. We've done some improvements outside. Um, but um, that was, you know, those are creature comforts. Um, I'm sure that we, we could spend money on other things, but we got some creature comforts out of this summer. And that's nice. Somebody made that money for that work. And I'm trying to tell y'all, this is what I'm trying to tell you. There's so many people out here that are so busy that they all they need is somebody to fill a niche on their business on, on some business that they need get to get done. Whether it's driving and running errands or it's painting or cleaning. You see how these people doing this pressure washing and washing cars, but not only washing cars, they're washing down people's houses now. They get two or three hundred bucks to wash down them houses with those uh, with those uh, power. What do you call it? The uh, pressure washers. That's a hustle. Look at all the people who cut grass. Man, if you have a lawnmower, you got a vehicle. I see people putting lawnmowers in trunks of cars to go uh, cut grass because they know they're gonna make thirty, forty bucks on forty-five minutes worth of work. Thirty, thirty dollars an hour ain't bad money for a little sweat. I mean, I get it. I ain't knocking no hustle. I know some people who cut grass that make 150 grand a year. It's a kid. It's a young man that was in my class last year. He made 50 grand cutting grass. You want to know how I know? I collect all these stubs. I can't tell you who he is or what the business is. But I collect their pay stubs, and I have to make sure that they're getting enough hours to get credit because it's a work-study program. The boy was making 50000 a year. You think he ain't going to keep doing that? And you think he didn't make more money over this summer as he goes on to college or the military or whatever he decides to do? Come on. Come on. I got You... you, you <laughs> If you having nothing but excuse after excuse in this time and age, then by the time this is over, you're going to be the same as you was before you went into this. And just because it's a setback doesn't mean you can't come back. There are opportunities out of the world for you to grow, Right? Extraordinary, you know. You you can you can literally take nothing and make something out of it. I've seen people go down the street and all they had found was 
some paint or somebody gave him paint, I got it out there on my curb. I found out about the dude. Somebody gave him the paint that was a mist tint. And what he does is he comes and he he mixes the paint up and, and gets to like one color or whatnot. And then he goes around and he has a stencil on a bike. I haven't seen him lately. And he'll paint the numbers on your curb. He'll clean up your curb real quick with his wire brush and rinse it down, let it dry after you put some kind of stuff on there to kind of like treat it. And then paint your thing on there. He's done in like an hour because most of the time was cleaning the thing. He'll paint your numbers on the curb so when people drive down the street, they can see your address on the curb, which is very helpful for people if you don't have a mailbox with the number on it or not easily seen or the number on your house isn't easily seen or if you've got all that, it's just an extra added thing. I mean, they're putting designs. I mean, what kind of – that's a great job for a 15-, 16-year-old. And I think he charged me like 20 bucks. I was like, shoot, go for it, 20 bucks, 15 or 20 bucks. And that's a one-time deal. I did that thing, I don't know how many years ago. It must have been five years ago, six years ago. And it's still out there. That's a great 20 bucks spent, if you ask me. I'm just giving you all a spark. You ain't got to take the exact advice I'm giving you about breaking out. But let's say, for instance, all these women getting their hair done. My daughter is off camera over here, but she was. You know, she still is doing hair. Hey, you find one of these, um, whatever you call these Asian stores, and you find out where they're getting their hair from, and you get a great deal on hair, and um, you can save money on the hair and doing it. I mean, braiding can't be that hard with my fat fingers. I can't do no braiding. But if you can braid, make some money. If you if you can wash cars, make some money. You know how many people want their car washed right now, want their yard cut, want leaves raked? It's going to be fall in a minute. All this greenery going to fall right back off these trees in about two more months. You got leaves to rake. Money. These are these are things that can get you to the position where you're sitting on a million. Don't knock nobody doing the, the labor work that you won't do. Never. Because they got potential. They got hustle. They got grind. So whatever they put their hands on, when that next opportunity comes, see, so here's the thing. Here's the golden nugget for today, and we only got a couple more minutes. If you keep putting yourself in a position where you're around the mindset of people, and that's about doing work. That's about being – you know how many opportunities I've got from being around people when I do these notaries that I can call up on to get certain favors and things because of just simply doing a notary. Um, and, and being involved, if, if you do your job and you do your job well, people will remember that. And when they see you, they, they don't remember you for just work. They remember you for doing work well. If you put that kind of effort into what you're doing now, even though you're not where you need to be, where you need to be, you're going to be in a position where those people who are willing to give you a hand up, not a handout, a hand up, will be like, hey, look, um, my buddy is hiring. Do you know how to do this? You tell them, yeah. And then you go Google it and, and YouTube it and figure out how to do it and then do it. I'm 
I'm not telling you to become a doctor or nothing like that, but I'm telling you, ain't nothing you can't do. Just about um, Tab had uh, got a broken door handle, and uh, she ordered it online, paid a couple bucks for it because it came from overseas, and next thing you know, she went out there herself and put that door handle on. She saved herself, what was it, 200 bucks? 200 bucks. After only spending 12 or 13 bucks on the door handle and put it in herself, took her only about 30, 40 minutes, if that long. And that was because she said it was just one thing that if she looked at it different, she'd go back to the video and look at it. She probably would have been done in 10, 15 minutes. But I bet you, um, I bet you if she has to do it again, she won't be taking it up there to the dealer for 200 and something dollars. Even if you don't make money and you learn how to save better, you're getting more wealth. So health is wealth. Wealth is wisdom, and wisdom doesn't come to everybody. So it's time for you to use that time that you've been wasting, even the time you've been sleeping too long, and and grow yourself, know yourself, and understand that all this that we're dealing with is all temporary. It's, and most of it is artificial. The things around you that seem real, they fake. And, and the fake people, yeah, they fake, but so are the people you think are real. All this stuff is just, we just passing through. This is, this is not us. So you might as well risk it and make the most of it and enjoy it while you're here because you could be either spending your time Broke or poor.